Hello and welcome to the How Many Light Bulbs Does It Take podcast. I am Master Chief Jen. I'm just Carrie. I'm Stacy. I'm Pod Prod GPT. This episode will be released on June 15th, and that's two weeks into the official start of the Eastern Atlantic hurricane season. So we're talking emergency preparedness, we're sampling MREs, and then Just Carrie will be presenting another segment of Terra Research. So hey, Tara, if you're out there listening, give us a shout. Let us know what you think. We'll send you an MRE. And it'll be a new MRE, not one of the old ones that we're going yeah, to don't take, don't take an MRE from Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bunch of different ones you can choose. <laughs> All right. So given that uh, it is hurricane season, um, you know, it, it may be hurricane season here in, in the Eastern Atlantic and in the Gulf, but, you know, it's uh, severe weather can happen anytime, whether it's your you know, your, your hurricanes, whether it's your tornadoes, whether it's your blizzards. So it's always good. There's some of these tips that we're about to talk about. Yeah, we're talking about it because it's hurricane season, but some of it's just applicable year round and wherever you happen to live. Um, but uh, so the, the main components of emergency preparedness are you need to be aware, you need to have a plan, you need to have a kit. Yes. So those three things, be aware, have a plan, have a kit. Absolutely. All right, so being aware, that's mainly you got to monitor the weather. Not going to be able to take care of anything else if you don't know the storm's coming. And you know, with with apps and with everything available, we know. Okay, not tornadoes. You get my maybe fifteen seconds warning for your tornado, but you know when the thunderstorms are in there, you have the warnings. But hurricanes, blizzards, you you can see those coming. Exactly. You know, earthquakes not so much. Earthquakes not so much exactly. Um, but. Um, so there's so many apps out there that are free that you can download. There's Weather Channel's got an app. There's one called My Radar, which is kind of nice. You can open it up and just you know see the weather radar. You see your storms, you see your winds. There's one called Windy, which lets you see the wind speeds. You can actually see the circular formations of of the yes. storms. And I love Windy. It's actually, yeah, it's kind of interesting to open that one up and look at what's happening in the Aleutians or, you know, around Norway and Greenland. I swear to God, they never have good weather in Greenland. <laughs> it's always some gigantic red storm going through there. It's kind of, you know, sucks to be those people. But um, that is one of my favorite apps though. Cause like when I've been in hurricanes, like when they're coming, I'll actually watch it and see where it it's going to say it's been very accurate that I, I got to say, like, cause I'll, I'll track them and see where they go. And it's probably one of the most accurate out there for tracking. Future. Yeah, and, and that's good to know because you know, we've all seen and made fun of the the the, the spaghetti stream yeah. tracks of the storms. You know, Mother Nature is like, "F you, I'm going to do what I want." You never know. Just uh, you know, Nicole last year, um, it was supposed to hit Miami as a cat two. Then it was supposed to hit the entire Gulf of Florida as a cat two. And when it finally hit, it was like a cat four and yeah. it really, uh, it really wrecked some places in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, you just, you really got to pay attention. You really have to be aware. Um, and sometimes your, your local counties or your local, your local news too. a lot of your local news channels will have an app. So you need the, the yes. main ones, weather channel, windy, my radar, those will give you the big picture, your local apps, your local news. There's one here in Miami-Dade County called Ready MDC. That'll give you your local warnings, your local evacuation notices, things like that. Yes. Um, so, it, you know, just download a couple. Uh, don't what, focus on just one. Yeah. One of the best things about having your local ones is they'll have information for local shelters, you know, ev- evacuation places, you know, um, 
what are they called? Uh, evacuation points where you can go and, you know, they'll evacuate you if you can't get out. So the local ones are very important to have. Right. And they also give you a lot of information ahead of time, like uh, what zone you're in, for instance. Mm -hmm. For instance, where I live, I it would be if there was a category four coming here to Miami, I would be that's when I have to the mandatory evacuation for category four where I live. But obviously, I'm not right next to the coast, close to the coast. You know, you got to be a little more cognizant. But yeah, so look into your mm -hmm. local apps, your local resources. Uh, they, there's a lot of good information out there. So that should be aware. Second, have a plan. So in the words of Kenny Rogers, you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. You got to know when to walk away. You got to know when to run. So when it's time to <laughs> evacuate, you got to know when to run. <laughs> and if you're going to evacuate, where are you going to go? Does your family know your plan? Do you have this thing written down? So, you, you know, plan ahead write it down, make sure your family knows where it's written down, maybe have an inventory of the kit that I'm gonna talk about with your plan, make sure your family knows you just what, what you all need to do. And so they know ahead of time. And so you have a checklist because don't rely on your memory because all of a sudden, oh shit, there's this big storm coming. What do we do? Oh, hey, wait, I have a list. Now I have everything I've thought it through when I had time to think clearly. Now when I'm maybe not panicking, but maybe freaking out a little bit. I have a list to center myself and I can follow it and that'll just keep me calm, keep me focused. I can have a rational response to whatever storm is coming. Exactly. Um, and, and don't forget your pets. Include your pets in the plan. Don't be one of those, insert all your favorite obscenities here, people who abandon their dogs and their cats. They will not be all right. Plan for your pets, take your pets with you. And yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of your local apps that we were just talking about, you know, they'll tell you if the shelters, if you need to, if you can't leave town, if you have to go to a shelter, they'll let you know which shelters will take your pets. Yeah, I mean, you know, after Katrina, a lot of people left their pets behind, and so it's gotten much better. Hotels are accepting pets. Um, evacuation centers they have plans now to get people's pets evacuated, and it might not be with the owner, but they get evacuated to specified shelters. And some programs, like they have uh, the LSART here in Louisiana, you can go to LSART, uh, L-S-A-R-T.org. And what they do is they, when, you know, a hurricane's coming, they jump into action and they will, you can go there with your pet, you get a special band and everything's recorded. You get a band, your dog, all of your pets get a special number that's attached to you and they'll send your pet to a shelter. Now, sometimes those shelters can be close to human shelters. And then every day they will bus you over to the shelter to take care of your pet. It's an amazing That's cool. program. That's and awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So, you know, check your local areas for programs like that. So, you know, we're, we're not leaving pets behind anymore. It's not an no, good. And, and I think this one's just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hyping on it a little bit just because I did just, I, I saved a kitten in a park yesterday. Oh. Some idiot had just abandoned this adorable little four or five week old kitty. And uh, I caught it. And one of the people are here in the apartment complex just happened to, you know, be looking for a kitten. So we were able to rehome it in a good home, but don't effing abandon your pets. I would hope that our listeners wouldn't. But, uh, there's near, a lot near, of resources, you know, there's, there's yeah. resources out there. You know, if, if you don't have money or anything, you know, a lot of that, our, our tax dollars pay for these programs, use them, you know, they'll bus you there with your pets to get out, you know, so there's no excuse anymore. Yeah. But yeah, just definitely, you know, 
whether or not you're going to evacuate, that is going to depend on your comfort level with the storm and on whether the government is going to tell you, hey, guess what? You need to leave. Um, you know, so just, you know, plan ahead for that kind of thing. And just, you know, like I said, write everything down, have things like make sure you're don't ever let your gas tank up, get below half a tank. You don't want to be all of a sudden in a situation where you have to evacuate. Oh crap, I have an eighth of a tank of gas. Now everybody <laughs> else is in line in front of you in the gas station. Guess where you're not going before that storm hits. Mm. You know, we have, we have so much more warning now than we did when Andrew came through and wrecked South Florida. So, you know, people only had like a couple hours warning tops to take care of everything, hunker down. But uh, now we have days, we, we can plan for this. So again, just write everything down, follow your checklist, use your resources, plan ahead and don't leave your pets behind. <laughs> you know, and if you're going to stay, you really need to assess things like, you know, medical needs. You know, my mom's on blood thinners. You know, if, if we stay behind and there's no emergency medical and she gets a, you know, a paper cut, she could die, you know? So there's things you have to take into consideration. Like, uh, what was it? Ida, when Ida came through, you know, we were out of power for 10 days. We didn't get any mail and a lot of her medications come through the mail to be delivered. Well, like she's running out of stuff. So we ended up having to go to Mississippi and they have some laws now for when there's an emergency declared where pharmacies will give you your prescriptions again in, in those type of things. So, you know, there's, there's ways around it, but you really, it's, it's better not to be put in that situation and get the heck out if you're with people who have medical needs, you know? Yeah. So when Florence hits North Carolina a couple years back, uh, my mom and my dad, I think I want to say this was uh, uh, probably like 2018, maybe. Um, but it was basically, they were originally going to be ground zero, but then it, it shifted. So uh, it, it hit about yeah, maybe 20 miles north of where they lived. But my dad had Alzheimer's and he was, uh, it was towards the end stages he wasn't doing so well. And so instead of evacuating, and it was one of those medical needs that uh, mom just decided that come what may, it would be better for him in his mental state to stay in familiar surroundings. So fortunately she, uh, she had some other neighbors. A lot of the neighbors did evacuate because again, Florence was headed right for them. Um, and they were without power for a couple of days as well. Uh, not 10 days, it was probably three or four, but they did have some neighbors who stayed and who looked in on them, you know, brought them coffee, you know, yeah. just took care of them basically. Cause if you, if you do stay, you're in a situation like that, look out for each other. You know, you're all, we're all in this together at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, really a huge shout out to everybody. I mean, the national guard troops and the volunteers that show up during disasters and after disasters, you know, to help all the affected communities. I mean, you know, there's a lot of ugliness in this world, but when shit like that happens, people forget all that and they just come together and build each other up. It sucks that it, it takes things like that to make people human and treat each other like that. But I mean, it's awesome to, to know that it's still there, you know, that it's yeah. still possible, but really thanks to everybody that, that, you know, volunteers shows up and, you know, there's a lot of people that's their job, but they fucking love it. And they, you know, that's why they do it. Like you, bam, <laughs> preaching to the choir, Jen, you know, <laughs> you know you're, right there come to the rescue you know it's awesome 
Yeah, I was just going to say those National Guard troops probably aren't there by choice. That's <laughs> no. an amazing job. They do, I mean, everybody doing their job and yeah. uh, you know standing up for. I mean, they're the National Guard. They're you know the the quote unquote you know the weekend warriors. You know, but the, but yeah, they they uh, they they stand up and help their community when when uh, the time when it's needed. And uh, you know, like you said, all the you know all the credit to them, all the you know Bravo Zula to all of them. Well, part of your plan is you have a kit and. There's so many resources out there to help you come up with a kit. You know, the, the weather.com, CDC, NOAA, your local apps or your local government resources. Just And by a kit, that's, that's the things that you want to, that you need to basically live through the next couple of days, up to even 10 days without power. You heard Stacy. I mean, they didn't, generally your power would hopefully come on a little sooner than that, but uh, it oh, might not. I mean... You get a cat five coming through, you could, you, you could, you could be screwed for a long time. I mean, we stayed because I have a good kit. Tell you that much. We wouldn't yeah. stay if, I mean, I've got a generator, we've got the fridges up. We had a little small air conditioner running on it. So yeah, we survived. We had water. Yeah. And, and that's basically, you know, you want to, you're going to be in a situation where you're not going to have power. You're not going to have water. Uh, so Make sure you have a like an emergency battery or a hand crank powered radio, something so you can listen to the news, listen to NOAA, extra batteries for that, whatever USB power adapters you can have to charge your phone. Uh, if you don't have a generator, you know, you got to figure out how to, let, let's face it, we live or die by these stupid smartphones nowadays. <laughs> All the information we're talking about, download an app. Well, guess what? Now there's no power. <laughs> Well, it's not, damn thing. not just the power. I think people that have never been through something like that is one, all the networks are completely overloaded because everybody's trying to call you, get in, text you, and everybody's trying to get out. And then when those communications completely go down, you have nothing. I mean, I don't think I got phones or even though we got power and stuff, I don't think my phone came back on like for a couple more weeks. It was like almost a month, I think. Is even internet. It took way longer. It was crazy. Wow. And you have to live in that, you know, primitive mindset it's actually kind of cool it's like hitting a reset button and you know you break out the crayons and stuff, you know color in books and actually go outside you know well you have a lot to do really cleaning up and you know yeah. trying to fix it back to the 70s and the 80s people <laughs> yes yeah i trained for that growing up so i feel you know pretty good you know growing up in the mountains and stuff we went camping all the time it was it's actually kind of fun <laughs> your generation can better handle things like power outages and lack of internet well most of the time, some of the time, probably better than others because we grew up without it. We, mm -hmm. we, we, we did things that did not require technology. We went outside and played with strangers and <laughs> didn't come home until the sun went down. And our parents didn't give zero fucks about where we were. Yeah, give me a deck then, of cards. I can play solitaire for hours on end and entertain myself. So yeah. And <laughs> make up whole new games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that's something having a kit like board games or something. I mean, mm -hmm. the family's going to get bored. I mean, you know, like this, uh, this generation that's a, attached yeah. to your phones and the games on the phones and the, you know, it's guess what? Now we got to actually find other ways to entertain ourselves and just, you know, raise morale even a little bit in the, in the brink of uh, what can seem like an overwhelming disaster. Um, so yeah. Pack books of your kids' favorite movies because, you know, they realize that half the movies that they love are books anyway. So then that Ooh. should keep them engaged for a little bit. But so you've got all these lists of resources to make, help you develop a kit. But one thing you really want to do is make sure you inventory that kit at least once a year. You know, if you don't need it, 
And that stuff's just sitting there. And just for an example, now our, our, our listeners can't see this, but I was inventorying my own kit today. And I found this little bottle that once upon a time was little iodine tablets. And it was for water purification. And I probably put it in that kit probably, you know, oh, I don't know. I moved to North Carolina in like 2004. So <laughs> this is probably that old. It's a tiny little bottle and it's a fairly sizable kit. It probably dropped underneath. You can get things like, uh, you know, let me tell you how to make a toilet out of a five gallon bucket real quick. You know, you get you the five gallon bucket, get a garbage bag, you get some kitty litter, you put it down there, you can get a toilet seat that fits on top of that bucket. And then you have, now you have an emergency toilet in case you're, for whatever reason, you don't have any water pressure for, you know, days on end. But, uh, but somewhere underneath all that, this tiny little bottle of iodine tablets got lost and as rusty and corroded as this tap top is, I'm going to open it up now. Oh, wow. It actually opens. I'm kind of surprised about that. Oh, it's uh, fuzzy inside. So the only, th oh, wow. This rust just dropped all over my notepad. <laughs> <laughs> that notepad is cursed, I tell you. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, it's literally like, you know, fuzzy inside. I, I don't know if maybe that might've been a cotton ball that was on top of it to kind of keep the pills from rattling around. Uh -huh. but the cotton ball, if it started life as a cotton ball, it's now some brown thing. And I'm pretty sure the pills are all like solid in here and solidified. So this is a prime example of why you need to, I, you know, inventory your kit because uh, you wouldn't want to have to rely on this in an emergency. I mean, the only thing this is going to purify is my gastrointestinal tract. <laughs> That's true though. Cause like, Every time we have a storm, it's like you can't drink or do anything with the water because you have to boil it first because there's, you know, poo contamination. It sounds disgusting if you have to drink it without you know. purifying it. But yes, that's what you can get little, you know, little iodine pills. And if you can't boil the water, you can drop one of those into a little bottle of water, wait half an hour, it's safe to drink. Now there's, well, you know, food and water is what you want to have in your, in your survival kit. And you want to have food that obviously you can prepare without power if you need to. Now, there are plenty of options out there. For instance, this is a package of Mountain House that uh, it's camping food. You know, you can go to Walmart, you can go to Target, or you can go to a specialty camping store, and you can buy these packages of freeze-dried food. And this one, scrambled eggs with ham, red and green peppers, uh, add some water. This particular packet, all you need to do is add boiling water to this packet. It's designed for camping, so it's assuming you have an ability to cook the water. But if you didn't, you know, there, there's other things you can get, like uh, this is it, uh, another item I have, it's called a barrel cooker. And it's a brand of a flameless cooking source. And basically it's, uh, it's uh, you have a kind of an outer plastic container with a neoprene sleeve in this case, and you get a little heating packet, add water to it. It's a chemical heater. And this one can get almost to the boiling point of water. And, uh, you know, you put your, uh, put your food in the, the metal dish on the inside, cover it up, let it cook. So you can make your mountain house camping food in your handy dandy little cooker if you need it to. So there's other options out there besides MREs is what I'm getting at. I just happen to have the mountain house in my pantry. Have you tried them before? Oh yeah. The mountain house is actually really good. 
Yeah. That particular sure. brand. I mean, I've, I've had other brands. Uh, I was trying to think of another brand I had that was Pad Thai. It was really tasty, actually. Yeah. Oh, and a pro tip, like when you go to restaurants and, and fast food places, get the little condiment packs, mayo, mustard, ketchup, taco sauce, relish, like creamers, sugars, and like the salt and peppers, because that'll change everything. You don't have to keep all the bottles refrigerated. You know, you got some relish, some mayo, and mustard put that in a can of tuna you got a really good tuna salad it's not some more you know you don't have to just eat it out the can and those little packets last a few years you know just as soon as they start bubbling up and they're hard yeah it's awesome just, when they're like puffed up like little balloons that's yeah. like, don't, don't open them unless you want to fuck around with someone yeah <laughs> so when i was helping clean out the offices in which i work i found a box of mres and these mres they have uh, they don't have expiration dates on the package they have a, a date code printed on the box and uh, you can Google what it means. And uh, this particular box had been produced in 2009. And, and when I found this particular box, it was 2021. So MREs typically have a five-year shelf life. They don't really have expiration dates. They have an expected shelf life and how it is stored can affect that. If you store it in warmer temperatures, you know, 70, 80 degrees, humidity, that MRE ain't gonna last you maybe a year or two. If you store it, you know, 40 to 50 degree range, it can last 10 years or more. Those MREs were not stored in the 40 to 50 degree range. <laughs> and uh, oh, also you can't freeze an MRE because they do have water content. You freeze the water, water expands when it freezes, it's gonna wreck the packaging, ruin the MRE. Along with MREs, you can get the 10-year potable water it comes in like the little uh, paper boxes. They kind of like, you know, you can get the um, chicken stock and beef stock, but you know, for soups. But yeah, so found the 10, you know, at that point it was a, you know, 12-year-old box of MREs. There's ways you can check and make sure these MREs are actually still safe to eat. So I have one of those, uh, one of those MREs, I have menu 24, chicken with salsa. This one is from the 2009 box. And uh so when you open it up, I mean, it, it's MRE comes in a, in a big pouch and you open that up and there's a whole bunch of pouches on the inside. So basically, if you want to make sure this thing is still safe, if not tasty to eat, uh, when you first open it up, um, if there's any kind of bad smell coming from this thing, just pitch it, don't eat it. Um, but when you do open it up, next thing you want to do is check all the pouches that are inside. And if any of them are showing any signs of discoloration, um, you also want to throw those out. So this particular one, chicken, uh, chicken with salsa, came with cheese spread with jalapenos. It's looking pretty good. Uh, came with Reese's Pieces. I'm going to bet these are probably bad. <laughs> uh, what's the expiration date on them? Uh, let's see. This is one of the few things that actually comes with uh, you know, the actual original packaging. Uh, April 10th? No, April... 2010. I can't read the last date, but 201 something. So I'm sure these were bad a long time ago. I um, think you should at least try one so we have the reaction. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely try one. <laughs> uh, for dessert, this thing came with the Patriot sugar cookie. And at this point, it's crumble. <laughs> it's been there so long. I have the wheat snack bread. I don't have crackers. The thing that's concerning me a little tiny bit with this is it's still sealed, but it's not vacuum sealed tight. There's a little bit of play in this package. So this bread may not be, yeah, this, this bread was never good to begin with. Truth. 
but um, you know, this, this, this bread may not be safe to eat at this point in time. Comes with, okay, I have a box, uh, pack of fried rice and it is still sealed. It's not stained, nothing wrong externally with this. It's got the date on it from uh, the date code from, it's actually, this one actually is stamped with uh, the code on it from 2009. This doesn't feel bad at all. Um, and the seasoned chicken white meat strips chopped and formed with chunky salsa. Mm. <laughs> also does not appear to be stained, not smelling anything. Uh, there's no mold, there's no stain, nothing like that. All right, I, I, I feel safe enough to you know, throw this in, in the, uh, to you know, prep it with the MRE cooker and go from there. So, uh, oh, also I have mocha cappuccino, instant, instant mocha. Mm. I have the MRE heater. I too have a hot beverage bag. And oh, did I get the green Tabasco sauce? I got my little packet here of all the additional stuff. I wonder if it was red 10 years ago. Well, it's a green label. It is a uh, green, I got, oh, the, cute. I, I got the tiny little bottle of Tabasco sauce and- uh, Lovely. Green, green pepper sauce. You know what? Green pepper, green Tabasco sauce is my favorite Tabasco sauce. So this is a score as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I got my rock hard break your teeth chiclets. I got, oh, mine aren't even labeled. I don't even know what they are. They're just plain little wrapper here. Yeah, the, these are, these are it sounds a little, little gray. So I think I might file those with my wheat snack bread. <laughs> <laughs> I got iced tea drink mix. I got salt. I got toilet paper. I got matches and I got a moist towelette. And I seriously doubt this thing is still moist after this long. But, uh, <laughs> so funny thing about some of these little additions in here. Uh, a lot of the troops will trade their packets back and forth to to create meals of their own and not necessarily the menu that's in there but one of the things that you can do is with uh, some of the mocha cappuccino instant powder or the chocolate pudding powder you can make what's called ranger pudding and so what you need to do is you need to get the chocolate chocolate powder like this um i did not get the coffee but uh i guess the coffee would be optional get a little extra caffeine so you want the cocoa beverage powder you want to get coffee creamer, you want to get a sugar packet, obviously water. And if you like caffeine, you can throw in a couple of those packs of the freeze dried, freeze dried coffee and just mix that all up and make your own pudding. If you're not lucky enough to get pudding in your MRE. So that's called Ranger pudding. But uh, I didn't get all the components to make Ranger pudding, unfortunately. So I'm not going to be able to try that right now. So one of the fun things about the MREs is when they, they come with instructions, the, the operating instruction for the heater, and it'll tell you how much water, there's a fill line, you don't put water past that, you slide this heater down into the water so it starts activating with the water. But the best part is it when it tells you to prop it up, it tells you to prop it up on a rock or something. It literally says, or something, and that's just... That, that's just always been part of the MRE ever since these things became combat rash, standard combat rations in 1981. And that's kind of been the butt of, butt of lots of jokes. So instead of a rock, I actually happened to manage to dig up my old canteen cup. Ooh. So I'm going to use this to prop it up. It's this nice stainless steel. Uh, it's got a little uh, stand kind of thing. It's basically, so you've got your, you got your standard issue canteen, 
And with this canteen cup, it's this cup that you can put on your little cooker here. You put some fuel underneath it. You can, you can boil water in this thing. Um, Cause a lot of the canteens, a lot of your Nalgene bottles, obviously you can't boil water. And because it's nice and stainless steel, you know, now you can burn your lips on your water that you just freshly boiled bottoms up because it's just a straight up metal mug. But anyway, I'm going to like MRE, get it cooking. And in about 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to have some gourmet chicken. And what, what the heck am I even got here? Salsa. Chicken and so I forgot chicken with salsa from 2009. Um, what did what MRE did Stacy send you? Stacy from the Modern Box sent me menu 16, the chicken burrito bowl. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. You want me to open this up and see what all's in here? Yeah, yeah, we'll that one too. All right. So the the first uh, first thing I noticed the difference between this one and the old one is this one is actually inside a plastic pouch inside the plastic pouch so it's actually packaged to survive a little bit longer i i like that about it yeah, now i gotta bust out a k-bar or something to pop this thing open since i don't have my coast cards not exactly issued k-bars but i have a pair of scissors here all right so i have a pack of tortillas comma plain <laughs> <laughs> I have how many tortillas come in a pack? I don't know. I haven't uh, looks. Uh, let's see. Serving size two tortillas. Serving okay. size one. So two tortillas. <laughs> oh, I got trail mix. I got a. <laughs> I got a cinnamon bun, comma shelf stable. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> However, it's somewhat flat, so I'm thinking my shelf stable. It'll, it'll pop up like those mattresses once you open it. <laughs> or is it one that you put under a shelf that's not stable and it stabilizes it? <laughs> I don't know, but I definitely got to bust this open and give it a try. Hell yes. <laughs> Self-stabilizer is what it is. All right. I got uh, lemon-lime beverage powder. I got plain cheese spread. No jalapeno in here. Those bastards. Feels a lot better than the other cheese spread, that's for sure. I got a flattened out box to cook things in as opposed to the actual box. Mystery meat. No, it says chicken burrito bowl. It's not labeled, you, you know, other than the, the, the printing right here. The other ones are clearly labeled. This one, you got to look and see what you got. I got the pepper sauce packet. No tiny little bottle of Tabasco sauce. All right. I'm a little disappointed, U.S. government. Well, this right here, the little tiny bottle of Tabasco sauce, this is quintessential MRE. I was going to say, because I've noticed that the hot sauce down south is in, uh, I see them in packets a lot, which I yeah. don't see up, up this way, up north. So that's why I understand why the, the, the hot sauce is in, the, in a packet versus your, your beloved bottle. We have a bunch in our kit. But don't forget to knead it first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I so can make hot my, wings in an in <clears throat> emergency situation. In my little extras, I got Bill's Brew freeze-dried coffee. So step up from Nescafe. Hey, that's another thing for your Granger pudding. I got the coffee. I got creamer. So we got we got we got all the bits we need for Ranger yeah. pudding right here, man. I got moist towelette, salt. I got suspicious chiclets. Oh, I also got Splenda. Boom, we got Ranger pudding, and I got toilet paper. <laughs> Yay! I got right. chiclets that are red. Those on one side, red on the other. Don't know what Those they are. are. I'm telling you right now, there's cinnamon. All right. Alrighty. I'm going to open mine. Go for it. I'm going to start sorting mine and start getting cooking and get it going outside. All right. All right here we go. 
What is an oh? And sorry, I've and I've got the uh, menu seventeen pork sausage patty, comma maple flavored. <laughs> sorry. Okay, so I've got my beverage bag, hot beverage bag. What are you, friend? This is the pork sausage patty, comma maple flavored. It uh, feels. It looks like a um, the size of a McRib. Oh, okay. It probably is a McRib. It probably is. Oh, smoked almonds. Ooh. The MRE gods. I have done something to please them. Yes. Regular crackers. Yeah, those crackers are probably just the same and not great, but who um, knows? Carbohydrate electrolyte beverage powder, grape flavored. Oh, oh man, I feel like you got a rare one. Oh, I think I did. Okay. And then my heat pouch, my trusty spoon. Uh, what are you? Oh, a piece of uh, cardboard. Oh, for cooking. Yes, the instructions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I stick it in there like a hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, there, it does. At the, one end folds over like that curved innard. Yeah. So you can stand right. it up. But... I got a pack of table syrup. Oh, wow. And then a pack of just regular peanut butter and maple muffin top, TFF. That's going to be interesting. I might need to go get a plate. Making fucking this. fancy. I don't know. All right. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I might have to get a plate. This might get messy. Now we wait for everyone to cook their MREs. I am double dipping into the same meal because it turns out Jen and Stacy both had the same meal and I was supposed to try a 14-year-old MRE versus a, a more current one. But unfortunately, the cheese tortellini in Jen's MRE did not heat and I ain't risking the biscuit if it didn't even heat. So I've been allowed to forego Jen's um, cheese tortellini for safety purposes. So be gone. But so, I do, it is number, also they're both number 13. And I will try the other things that are in the MRE as we as we go along. So lucky number 13, you say? Yes, yeah. cheese tortellini was widely regarded to be one of the best MREs of, mm -hmm. I believe that was the menu B box. So, I mean, that that's the good stuff right there. Okay, um, so what I did notice in both MREs is that the spoon is exactly the same color and everything. Oh, yeah. That is okay. that 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 is the MRE spoon. It's nice and long, so you can get dig into the bottom of those pouches. A great example of if a broke, don't fix it. Carrie, are you going to go first since all yours is ready to go? Yes, but I need advice first. Um, Jen's MRE came with seasoning blend, salt free, and then the one you sent me, which is the one I'm going to eat, came with pepper sauce. So which one should I put on the pasta, the or new do I dare? do both a little maybe a little of the old one but separate i wouldn't ruin your meal probably okay maybe just like one drop of the pepper sauce you've actually got a little packet because normally what the they used to come with uh you got a little bottle of tabasco sauce in every single mre yes yes i still have I a poured bunch out of some of the powder onto the plate separately away from everything so i'll try that first just to get that out of the way so, so basically they sent you a little Mrs. Dash, you know, salt-free Mrs. Dash. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, I'm going to first try it just as is. Um, 
It's definitely like a step below Chef Boyardee. That I think that's fair to say. I'm gonna try it with the seasoning. See if that helps. This is the new seasoning or the old seasoning? This is the old seasoning. It does not help. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna try this little bit of pepper sauce that came with, with Stacy, which is the actual. Oh, <laughs> that pepper sauce it tastes like vinegar and piss and heat. Did you mix it up? I, I needed it a little bit. Okay. The packet, yeah, no, but I mean, it's doable when we're in the zombie apocalypse, but would I be like, oh man, I need to get that cheese tortellini MRE? No. What else but, was um, in your pack? Um, Jen's or yours? That both, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, we'll start with yours since I ate that tortellini and oh, oh, oh. you know, oh, oh. <laughs> I need to, I need to drink. Even though there's pasta sauce in there, it's dry. So, um, for any soldier who has eaten that, I'm so sorry. All right. So, um, what looks like this was, yeah. All right. I like what came in Stacy's a lot better. I did try the, Jen had Reese's peanut butter cups uh, pieces that came in hers and I couldn't wait to record. I'm sorry, I was wrong. And I paid the price because it tastes like horrible shit. They were expired by 13 years. So <laughs> I paid the price. All right, also in, in your packet came vanilla pudding dessert powder. Interesting. A packet the of chocolate, I think is like chocolate or strawberry is like the, the creme de la creme. Creme de la creme. A packet of Splenda, a packet of iodized salt, way too much salt if you ask me. Should sprinkle a little bit of that on the pasta, it might help. Yeah. Oh no, no, nothing will help. Not the whole pack, just a little bit. Uh, creamer, non-dairy, dry for coffee or tea. Okay. A packet of freeze-dried coffee, what I think is a napkin. Yes, that is a napkin, or toilet paper. Or toilet paper, trail mix, comma, recovery. Ooh, nice. That's a good one. Two little pieces of what I'm assuming is gum or some Ooh. form of mint. Chiclet. Chiclet. Chiclet gum. Uh, chocolate peanut spread. Oh, yum. Um, a carbohydrate electrolyte beverage powder, lemon lime flavored. So Gatorade, basically. Yep. And crackers. Oh, yeah. Oh, just the plain crackers. That's good. Just plain oh, crackers. No. So you, the chocolate, well, no, a lot, you know, if you get the peanut butter or you get cheese spread, sometimes you put that on the crackers, it's really tasty, but you mm -hmm. got chocolate peanut butter. So that should be even better. That's like almost dessert-like. Yeah. yeah. That might just go on my tongue. <laughs> other scary stuff came in Jen's. Um, also uh, the, the chiclets, which I'm not, they look like they're, no, I'm not going to put that in my mouth. A moist towelette. They both mm -hmm. came with moist towelettes. Oh, look, more salt. Uh, chunky peanut butter. Ooh. Sure, it's extra chunky after 13 years. Spiced cider instant apple flavored drink mix. Uh, crackers. Scored with crackers. Hot beverage bag, I guess for that cider. Also, beverage based raspberry sugar free. Ooh. A pack of matches for which to burn myself. Oh, they're specially made for damn climates. Oh, winner. 
Another napkin slash TP. And the matches you can light to hide the stench coming from your ass from eating the food. I'm telling you. And then this one I'm a little excited to try, but slightly terrified because it came from Jen's packet. First Strike Nutritious Energy Bar chocolate flavor. Oh, I used to love those. <laughs> so if you, oh, also spiced apple slices. Ooh. So if you uh, want me to fuck around and find out with any of this, let me know. Right now? Yeah, what do you want me to try? What do you want to try first? I'm curious about the trail mix, the chocolate peanut spread, and um, the energy bar and these apple slices. All right. Let's start with the, the trail mix. That seems safe. Yes, right? for sure. Yes. I'm so happy with this trail mix. It's little pretzel balls. Ooh. And then whole cashews, bitches. Oh, yum. <laughs> no, U.S. military. Whole almonds. Oh, when the only thing that's missing is that sweet component, like maybe dried raspberries or. No, I'm not mad at those. Mm mm. Mm mm. Mm mm. <laughs> All right, we'll put that little bit of happiness aside. Save that for later. Mm. Okay, of course it's trail mix, so it's dry. With the MREs, you really got to make sure you're drinking a lot of water. A, they're dry. B, they will stop you up. So oh, big time. Who is ready for apple slices? I'm ready to to, to say horrible shit about this. Got your spoon? I got my spoon. Wait, where'd I put my spoon? That's <laughs> right, I'm using the same spoon because that's what the military do. Oh. That sauce was still on them. That's gross. Spiced apple. Uh, no actual expiration date. So here we go. This is the 13 year old ones, right? Yes. Probably closer to 14 at this point. If they don't smell good. I don't have to eat it, right? Yes. Well, it doesn't smell bad. But is it supposed to look like that? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it looks better close up. It looked green when you had it back a little bit. I'm scared. I mean, this is food that has been processed and preserved to within an inch of its life to make it last for a minimum of five years with no refrigeration. So it's not going to look like your beautiful spiced apple pieces that come from a bakery or that you home make on your own. Yeah, that's a... Not horrible, okay. but I wouldn't want to eat the whole thing just because it's based on its age. I don't want to hurt myself or the plumbing system in this household um, or my belly. So, um, I mean, they weren't bad. I mean, at least at least they were edible, unlike the, the actual main course. Um, what's next? I'm going to do the chocolate peanut spread. I'm, I'm concerned because it doesn't say peanut butter, but I suppose it all is what it is. And crackers. Is those the new crackers? These are new crackers. Okay, good. I deserve new crackers after I just went through. <laughs> they look like really weak salt teens without the salt. They're just big. So yeah, they are basically just big plain saltine crackers. That too. Oh, you understood that? Yep. Tear here. Did you knead it up real good? Some preparation required. <laughs> that's a bullshit there you go hell yeah it looks like poo it sure does <laughs> but it smells good almost looks like nutella that's uh yeah i think it probably is a lot of so a lot of yeah. the things in the mres are 
from a certain brand, but then they are repackaged. So we are not endorsing that particular brand as, as, as the U.S. government or the military. So yeah. Becomes generic. Exactly. Now, sometimes you get the original packaging in there. I mean, like, yeah. like, like she said, she did I have actual recent pieces. How you doing? How you doing? Um, it's peanut buttery. It's, um, makes it dries out like peanut butter. Um, so it's dry peanut butter on dry cracker, but you get a little sweetness. So it's not horrible. I'm going back for another one. Just, just for, just for are time. You, are you detecting any chocolate? Is um, as it has advertised, do we need to get you a lawyer? No, we don't have to get a lawyer just yet. I, I'm going, like I said, I'm going to try again. I mean, there's some kind of fake chocolate taste, but like Jen said, if you don't have water nearby, this can kill you. You will choke on this shit. Holy fuck. Become cement in your gut. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Holy cow. Yeah, crackers dry as fuck. I don't, if those are, the, and if that's the good pack, I don't want to try the older pack. Please don't make me try the older pack. But I do want to make this pudding. Um, Let's see. Fold over top, shake 60 seconds, finish. Oh, this is only going to take um 60 seconds to make. Yeah, let me go make this, if you guys don't mind. Nope. Four ounces. Let's mm. timer. Go. All right, guys, next up, vanilla pudding. I love how it tells me, um, you know, mix it for 60 seconds. It has to be eaten within an hour. Oh, you know, I'd probably mix some of that chocolate peanut butter stuff in there too. Well, after I you taste it. it. Yeah, I got to try it as is. It's a little clumpy. I will mix it up a little <laughs> more. The things I do. I mean, it smells like a typical vanilla pudding. So there's that. What's the consistency so far? Oh, I mean. It looks like a pudding, but it looks like um like a cake mix. Like I mixed up a cake mix and I can't get it because there's like clumps in it. Yeah. Okay. It tastes like cake batter. I wouldn't even call this vanilla pudding. I would call this cake batter. Hey, you know, when you're out in the middle of a desert somewhere, you can't be picky. All right. So I That's love cake great. batter. Well, it's not horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's on my left with a spoon. <laughs> I'd probably girl. trade people for my cake for the cake batter. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. It's better than terrible, as you would say. Uh, if I was starving, I would eat the shit out of that. Mm -hmm. Quick pause, dear listeners. The new voice you just heard giving an impromptu review of the vanilla pudding is none other than Alexis, just Carrie's housemate. She just couldn't resist the call of the MRE. Welcome to the HMLDIT family, Alexis. Now, let's get back to our MRE adventure. If I was, honestly, if I was just in the mood for something sweet and that's all there was... I would eat that. Does this remind you of like the um, easy bake oven batter? Not quite, Not but maybe. But this <laughs> is, <laughs> I'm still eating this. Vanilla pudding for dinner night. I'm telling you, and Alexis even came back for, for another bite. Half, half, bite. half a bite. She's not, she's not owning her. So yeah, um, the vanilla pudding had a consistency of like um, cake batter. But um, no, definitely edible and enjoyable. Uh, hold on, let me take out my MRE toilet paper slash napkin. Actually, it looks like there's a split down the middle, so you can do half and half. <laughs> yeah, well, if you use half of it for napkin, then that's half of it. You won't have to wipe your butt later. So, you know, you got to make some choices here. That's what I'm saying. You can use half for a napkin and half for your butt. 
depending on you know your um your usage why are you laughing stacy because i saw the way you tore it you have like three little pieces hanging off your finger <laughs> i know because well, because my hands are a little sticky from the from the pudding a little sticky from the pudding sticky pudding the next thing I'm willing to try, the chocolate flavor first strike nutritious energy bar. It has a sticker. It's the label for it is a sticker. So I don't know. This might not even be chocolate. This might be like mystery energy bar. But oh yeah. Oh, that's a 13 year older. Uh no, this is a uh, yes, it is. Fruit base. High fructose corn syrup is the first ingredient. Horrible. I'm just gonna take a pinch. If anything's gonna kill me, it's gonna be this. Don't do it. <laughs> 14 years ago, it might have been the bomb. You know what? It, it tasted was. better than the Reese's Pieces. But um, I won't let anyone try that. Don't come for this, Alexis. Mm -mm. No. All right. I think I'm done trying stuff for now. You bitches need to try. I'll save the rest of this stuff for another day. Get the Ranger pudding. Get all, all right. So what? Yeah. What are all the ingredients again? Let's get one. And that was right, bonus. Where'd, where'd Carrie go? Oh, yeah. She want to wait for her. All to... right, well, I'm going to gather my ingredients. I got my mocha cappuccino instant powder. <laughs> she probably went to poop or go find food. Oh, probably, yeah. Oh, okay, I got my regular cheese spread for the one MRE. Definitely got to try the cinnamon bun shelf stable. It's going to be fun. I did pop open the wheat bread and took a bite. I mean, huh? it was there dry as fuck. But, uh, Yay. Oh, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to die from it, to put it that way. Y'all are rude. I heard everything. <laughs> I wasn't pooping. I was making something to eat that wasn't a an MRE related food substance. Yeah, yeah that's why I said you were either pooping or finding something to eat. So I was half right. I'm assembling for a ranger pudding. I have cocoa powder. I have my coffee. I have my creamer. Somewhere I have a Splenda pack. There's a Splenda pack. I think we are good to go. You have water? Yep, have water. All right. Apparently you have to be smarter than the Ranger Pudding Pack to open it up. I'm just going to cut it. It's a little Ziploc baggie. Look at that. All right. So I'm going to into the Ziploc baggie. I'm going to dump the creamer. Should have had a tray out just in case I spill any of this. Splenda. Said sugar, but I guess we're going with Splenda. Bill's Brew. Little. Use dried coffee action. All right. And water. Water to fill line. Allow water. Well, blah, blah, blah. Open zipper for hot or cold cappuccino. Add hot water, six ounces or one quarter canteen to fill line. Close zipper. All right. We're not going for cappuccino. We're going for pudding. So we're going with cold water. Adding to the fill line. That's about it right there. Zipper this up. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, you got sugar. You got real sugar. Man, I just got two packs of Splenda. <laughs> I somehow the fucking MRE gods have shined you down upon got, me. You got the lottery one. It's got creamer. It's got two sugars. Another sugar in there. Oh, man. I'm not even opening this thing because, you know, we do have hurricanes. I'm keeping the little uh, packet intact. All right, so I did make an error here. I probably shouldn't have added that much water. I feel I've just failed at Ranger Pudding. Do you have anything else you can add to it? A peanut butter pack or? Uh... No, all I got was cheese. Oh. That, that, wheat, the, that wheat bread. 
Yeah, I, I did try that, but I tossed it. All right. So with Ranger pudding, you're not supposed to add to the fill line. You are supposed to just add enough to get it wet, enough to make it moist. <laughs> so now it's more of a smoothie. <laughs> it is more of a smoothie. I mean, Ranger smoothie. There you go. The Ranger smoothie with uh, crunchy bits of freeze dried coffee. But uh, yeah, you know what? It's not bad. I love having dinner with you guys. It's never boring. <laughs> Now, were this actually pudding, I believe the freeze-dried coffee would add a nice textural element. It's a little bitter, but uh, you know, it's just like you're eating coffee grounds. So yeah, it's going to be a little bitter, but it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the Splenda. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm down with the Ranger smoothie, but yeah. Didn't uh, didn't think that through adding the water. So uh, not putting consistency, but still very tasty. So you're saying you need to add less water. Less water, yeah. I mean, don't add to the fill line. If you're gonna, if you want like a you know a coffee drink, which is what the powder was originally for, then yes, add to the fill line. But you know, I, I what I really only should have done was just added just enough to make it a gooey texture and stir it up. So, oh, you know what? Since I'm Coast Guard, we're gonna call this a coasty smoothie. There you go. <laughs> All right. I do believe my uh, park sausage patty maple flavor is heated. Ooh, that smells sweet. Mm. What are you going to eat with the patty? That that muffin top thingy and syrup. Oh, I'm okay. thinking that's probably some type of... Uh, oh, yeah. It looks like a sausage McRib. Look at that. McRibby. Ah, ooh, it was juicy. Mm. Does it have the fake bone look to it? No. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that, you know, you just didn't get an altered McRib. Yeah, right. Um, there is a lot of juice in there. Wait, I don't know if you can. That's, a, oh my God, that's surprising. I expected it to uh, be dry as fuck. Me too. It's a good thing you got that plate then. I'm glad I did that. I got the uh, maple muffin top, TFF. I'm not sure what TFF means. We're about to find out. <laughs> totally fucking flavorful, I hope. Oh, it's cute. Looks like a little... Did you just say it's cute? Looks like I'm a griddle. You would think it would be the same shape as your sausage patty. No. Not in this life. <laughs> <laughs> Let me taste what it tastes like uh, without Do any... Do you taste the juice? Yeah, it kind of tastes like a uh, McGriddle cake. Okay. It's actually really good. All right, so I got that, and now I got syrup... Well, let me taste, I'm going to taste the uh, the sausage before I get syrup. It tastes like um, the pork rib you get in, in this, just with a sweet sauce. So it's, you know, chopped formed. It will be much better with table syrup. I think the pork patty needs to be microwaved. You don't have that option out in the field. I know. Thank God I'm not in the field. Are you going to go microwave it? I might, after this bite of everything all together. <laughs> ah. The syrup, the muffin top, and the pork sausage, comma, maple patty. Not bad. I, I heated mine up in uh, for about 30 seconds oh. in the microwave and added some butter. You know what? They wouldn't have butter out in the field, man. Yeah, but we would here. And I'm taking a bite of the meat with a bite of the cake top or the muffin top mm -hmm. to, make, to make it taste better. I don't think I... I would want to eat the meat alone. Um, do you think adding your cheese spread would, would be helpful? Or do you think it takes away from it? 
I did not get cheese spread. Oh, you didn't? I got peanut butter. Oh. I'm needing my peanut butter. <laughs> Are you going to use the the, the 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 crackers? No, I'll do that later. I'm going to be full after this. Shit, I can't eat nothing else. I'm surprised you're still eating it. It was dinner. That was my whole plan, man. This was dinner. All right, so I guess I would rate the menu 17 pork sausage patty comma maple flavored as good i would eat it again it's pretty darn good all right so i got my 2009 episode of, mm -hmm. uh, of mre i'm opening up the fried rice i didn't need it completely before i opened it so it's like bricks of fried rice <laughs> <laughs> it's uh fairly brown and unappetizing looking <laughs> lovely you know what i was gonna do this in my uh in my m in my my canteen cup but i want to be able to see this so i'm dumping it into one of my bowls here going in on the on the on the chicken strips i would die because i wouldn't eat this it's like dinty more beef stew now is that is that good or bad um, well, it's chicken, so it, in fact, this looks like beef stew. <laughs> did, it, did it at least say it was like white meat chicken? Um, it may have started out as white meat chicken, but it's been in the salsa, so it's definitely picked up some coloration. I'm going to, I'm going to go all in, and I'm going to put the cheese sauce on it. <laughs> Alexa says there's no way the government spent money on white meat chicken. <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, I'm sure it's not chicken buttholes. That's an interesting color for the uh, cheese sauce. What color is it? It's not yellow. <laughs> it's, uh, is it like electric orange? No. It's red? Uh, brown? <laughs> it's kind of yellow brown. Brownage? Yeah. Hmm. Well, this is this is the 20th, this is the 2009 one. The uh Oh, wow. That's a chunky bit of rice. <laughs> I can't believe you put that cheese in there. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, this this may have stained the plate ir, 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 uncleansably. So yeah, we're uh, all right. We're gonna try this. Are you okay? Well, there's still a little tiny bit of heat from the jalapenos and the cheese. That's actually kind of building as I speak. Um, the rice is a little crunchy. Still actually tastes like chicken. I mean, it didn't heat up too wonderfully. Still a little cold, but uh, I mean, it's not the worst thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> not completely unpalatable. Are you going to eat the whole thing? Probably not, but I'm eating a few more spoonfuls of it. Yeah, this is kind of, the rice is kind of chunky and old. The, the, the chicken is surprisingly still edible. The rice is, uh, I mean, this is just a pile of brown goo on my plate. And, uh, mm, yummy. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm done with this, with this gut bomb. <laughs> so the point like is if uh, your MRE is from 2009, just don't do it. I'm dead. <laughs> if it's a difference between starving and, and eating, then, you know, I mean, you can eat it. It's edible. At least this one is. But yeah, I would just, uh, if your box is dated 2009, maybe just pass. <laughs> well, I mean, go through them because some of that stuff was good. Oh, well, I only saved like two or three of the MREs out of that box. So uh, just for, just for shits and grins.
I will say though that so one of the MREs that is widely considered to be the worst MRE ever was the cheesy vegetable omelet. And I had the misfortune to eat one of those. Um, and uh, whatever they did to the eggs to turn it into the cheesy vegetable omelet was a crime against humanity and poultry rolled into one. It was disgusting. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so the, the, the omelet itself, the brick that comes out of the MRE bag was this uh, yellowish, grayish green kind of tinged color it was like zombie eggs i mean, I mean oh, like, no. there's a reason it's, it's nicknamed the vomit all right and it's from the appearance and the taste if it was if you were in a true survival situation and your choice was eating the cheesy vegetable omelet that you dug up from somewhere or eating the dirt that you dug it up out of eat the dirt <laughs> <laughs> if the zombies are after you and all you have is the vomit Chuck it at the zombies. You'll probably kill five or six of them. <laughs> Good to know. No vomit. Yeah, just, just uh, the vomit is a hard pass. All right, but this was still better than the vomit. That gives you any idea how bad the vomit was. And I'm gonna go get the uh, the chicken burrito bowl. Okay, this one didn't heat. So I think I'm gonna go have to use the microwave myself as well. And this is just solely because, you know, I'm using the 2009, uh, by mistake, the uh, 2009 uh, heater. Is that a plug for my mistake? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> John, if you're listening, you know, we can talk MREs. <laughs> Be happy to tell you a story about the vomit. <laughs> so this one, is the chicken burrito bowl still kind of looks like uh well it looks like better brown goo it looks brown <laughs> a lot of brown they're very different shades of brown i didn't know there were that many shades of brown this is a better shade of brown than the uh chicken with salsa from 2009 but still it is a shade of brown now i did try it it definitely tastes a lot better but i'm busting out my tortillas nice because I got tortillas. Oh, I should mix the cheese. Should I mix the cheese in with this? I mean, why the hell not? Go crazy. All right. Mm. So the tortillas ripped in two. One of them did. Oh, well, then you'll just make minis. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make a mini. I got to find the cheese. There it is. So this cheese is a lot less solid than the other cheese was <laughs> as it came out. All right. So this is the new cheese. Oh, that looks, that's so much nicer color cheese. Oh yeah, that looks really good. <laughs> Way better. That looks like some deluxe cheese whiz. You know what? It tastes like cheese whiz too. Mm -hmm. It's definitely uh, tasting better than the other cheese. So I'm building a burrito. Spread a little of the cheese into one of the tortillas that I got here. Of course, it's the one that fell apart. So I'm an idiot. Oh, well. That's good. That, oh, is, what? That, is, that is not bad at all. Does the cheese make it? The cheese actually, well, it tastes cheesy. I mean, <laughs> the other cheese did not, it was kind of nasty. But this, this tastes like cheese. And uh, you know what? It's missing a little avocado, a little crema. But, you know, what are you going to, you know, what, what can you do out in the desert, right? Tortillas, they're not like super stale. They're, uh, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah. we're not talking Michelin star quality here. All right. We're talking, it's an MRE, but for an MRE, this one is really tasty. <laughs> That's good. Like uh, on a scale of one to 10, what'd you give it? I'm trying to think of my favorite MRE, my current favorite MRE F5. If I gave that one a nine, this would definitely, this would be like an eight. Wow. wow. What's your current favorite MRE? Well, turned out I really liked the chicken and noodles one. It was basically chicken noodle soup, only it wasn't really soupy. Um, it was really tasty. I enjoyed it. It came with some good accompaniments. So I was pretty happy with that chicken and noodles MRE. So that was a good one, in my opinion. So the chicken and noodles would have been a nine. The vomit would have been a negative 53. Um, <laughs> you know, the, uh, this one though, the chicken and burrito, this is, this is a, this is a good eight, eight and a half. Nice. Nice. Well, I give, I give the, the older MRE, the cheese tortellini, a big fat zero because I couldn't eat it because I wasn't Fair. risking no biscuits for that. Fair. And, um, I would give that, um, the one I was able to eat a five. It's edible, but I enjoyed the trail mix more than I enjoyed the. <laughs> the I think overall, the one I had would probably be a five or six. The little muffin top thing was really good. I'd eat the shit out of that with um, syrup any day. Nice. Well, actually, now that I think about it, I did have a, a, a newer MRE that was a it was a breakfast option. I can't remember what it was. I'd have to look at the menus to refresh my name, my memory of what it was. But that one was definitely better than the chicken and the noodle. So that one would have been a nine. The chicken and the noodle probably would have got bumped down to an eight and a half. This one's still an eight and a half. Impressive. Digging in for the Patriot sugar cookie. Humble. <laughs> I made a promise to just carry. I got to try the, uh, I got to try Reese's. Oh yes. Oh yeah, just one. An expired Reese's. What did I do with my scissors? Because that would have made this easier to open. Maybe fate, you can't find them. There we go. I mean, I have allergies, but those aren't smelling too awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're definitely not fresh. <laughs> definitely not fresh, but I mean, not the most horrible thing I've ever eaten. The candy coating is feeling like it's a little, uh, you know, like M&M's, you know, after they've been in the fridge, they're kind of moist. These are feeling a little moist. One back from one. Is that your fourth? We're going to know for when, I, when we have to uh, call emergency to pump your stomach. <laughs> she had six. Make sure six come out. <laughs> did you did you eat more than one? What are you doing? I eat more than one, yeah. Stop. Seven, eight. <laughs> Oh my God, you're going to get sick because if yours tastes like what mine tasted like, you're going to, whoa. I mean, like I said, they're they're definitely not fresh. Oh my God, they're not good. They crumble. Not the most horrible thing I've ever eaten, but they're definitely not fresh. Oh my God. All right. Hey, so everything is signed over in my name, right? Just want to make sure. <laughs> Cleanse the palate. So make sure you're drinking a lot of water because like I said, the MREs they have a reputation of stopping you up. So, you know, make sure you're drinking a lot of water. I mean, this is basically 2,500 to 3,000 calories in a pouch, all right? This is one and a half times what a normal American is supposed to eat calorie-wise. And yet 
in combat conditions only half of what our troops need right. <laughs> to, to keep going but um so there's there's just like a lot of there's a lot of added stuff in here there's a lot of added fats there's a lot of added calories there's a lot of added electrolytes to make sure they have the energy to keep going but uh there's a lot of added chemicals that like i said if you're not drinking water they'll uh and you know maybe the point is you know i mean if the troops got to stop and take a poop in the middle of the battle you know that could affect combat readiness so you know there could be a point there could be a plan could be an ulterior motive behind uh <laughs> the the stoppage <laughs> okay it's usually healthy too when it does finally come out. I mean, <laughs> Jen, well, do I guess we're all MRE packages come with a laxative? No, <laughs> no, no, no assistance with that. No assistance. No, nope. that's what the spoon's for. <laughs> <laughs> They're extra so, heavy duty. LMFAO. She said duty. This is a bag of a whole bunch of crumbled up pieces. Look like that. Just little, little bits of sugar cookie. I mean, we're not talking quality sugar cookie. This is 13 years old as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the this is the 2009 edition. You know what these almost look like? Like if somebody had taken animal crackers or something like that. It wasn't weren't there like animal crackers that were kind of like animal cookies? Uh-huh. I, I think that's I, kind of, I think that's what this looks like a wing. I think that may be what these are. Oh, they're not man. really super sweet like a sugar cookie, like an Edelman's cookie or something like that, or you know, a whole baked sugar cookie. They're just kind of processed crunchy dry dough with a hint of sugar on them it's kind of like it's sucking all the moisture out of my mouth with each bite <laughs> <laughs> so uh let me see if i can find a whole one okay this one's got like oh that's why it's patriot look at that it's got like little stars and stripes on it oh Aww. that's uncle sam's hat yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. You oh, wait, was that a wing or was it um fireworks shooting up? Nope, this is an uncle. One. You know what? I don't know. I have to see if I can find another piece, but it could have been a wing of an eagle. I bet it was an yeah. eagle's wing. This is Uncle Sam's hat. Yeah, I can't tell what that one was. The hat appears to be the only whole cookie that was in here. I don't know. Maybe that's like sun rising over a bunch of something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, was that an AR-15 and a Bible? <laughs> god bless america fucking patriot cookies should i try the cinnamon bun comma shelf stable yes, yes. that was All the right. highlight of this whole thing you can't not try the cinnamon bun our audience is waiting with bated breath cinnamon bun comma shelf stable all right so it's looking like pop tart oh yeah <laughs> okay so we'll see I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. It's kind of dry. I'm not, there's like a really tiny thin layer of cinnamon in there. I don't know if you can see that in the middle. Oh yeah. I'm not really yeah. tasting it. Like the icing is in the middle, but it's very yeah. thin. It's kind of disappointing. As she takes another bite. <laughs> better than the cookies. Really? So it's better than the cookies. That's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you slathered it in butter and grilled it in a pan till it was put in a toaster. golden brown. It like it needs to be, it, it, it really needs to be toasted and, you know, let's have some butter put on it. Go ahead, go put it in the toaster, slap some butter on it. These are elevation tips now. <laughs> toasted? Toasted with butter on it. 
thousand percent improvement. Nice. <laughs> so to all the troops out there in the field who do not have access to a toaster and uh, some butter, government screwed you guys. I mean, government screws us all the time anyway, but they really got you on this Pop-Tart. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's a lot better with it. It's a lot better toasted. <laughs> but aren't most Pop-Tarts just better in the after they've been toasted anyway? <laughs> Good point. It seems, is it like softer than a Pop-Tart? Like more of a, a pastry? Yeah, it's like, pastry? kind of a cake almost. It's it's doughier than, a, a, it, you know, it, it's doughier than a cinnamon bun. It's heavier, denser. So Jen, did you say a Pop-Tart is better toasted? I think so. I mean, you just opened up a whole other debate now. <laughs> That'll have to be another episode. And then we, then people can write in, hey, Pastor Chief Jen, you're right. They're better toasted. <laughs> I'll, I should put a poll up on Twitter when when we when we do this episode. I'll put a poll up on Twitter. All <laughs> right, we'll see. All right. But anyway, so so yeah, I mean, you can eat a decade plus old MRE if it's if it's not you know you can eat it and survive. I mean, if you absolutely had to, it was different between starving to death or eating that MRE. You could do it and you would live. But the more the 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 newer they are, definitely the better and the fresher they taste. Um, but yeah. So we made the sacrifice of eating the uh, decade and a half old MRE. So you, our faithful listeners, would not have to. <laughs> and overall, don't do it. Just don't do it. Well, that would appear to be the verdict. Just don't do it. <gasps> don't do it. I mean, save the napkins and the utensils, maybe. But and if you're it. lucky enough to get the little bell, the Tabasco sauce, you know, save that. <laughs> because you know what? There's so much you can do with this little bottle of Tabasco sauce. This is the perfect size. You know, for your single entree, or if you were of an evil mindset, real easy to conceal in your hand and then dump in someone's coffee. I mean, if they pissed you off. <laughs> so many things you can do with that little tiny bottle of Tabasco sauce. <laughs> Some people might like that. You know, you'd probably be start a new trend. <laughs> Basically, it comes down to be prepared, have a good kit, inventory it, put some food in there that you're going to like. I mean... Creature comforts are uh, good for morale when you're uh, without power for God knows when the power company is going to get out to you. Right. Hopefully you'll never be in that situation. Fingers crossed all the hurricanes just make a hard right turn and keep going north into the Atlantic and dissipate. That Tell would us. be nice. So, uh, so Carrie, you've got, a seg- you've got another segment on Terra Research for us. Yes, yes, I do. I um I didn't organize my notes, so it's gonna be a shit show. My apologies. But I wrote notes, so that's a plus. As you know, I must start off every Tara research segment with an apology to Tara Reed. I am sorry, Tara. I was wrong. All right. Then we follow up with a little Tara tidbit. Um, as you know, she is from Wyckoff, New Jersey, and it just so happens I may have traveled through and made a pit stop there. Really? Really. I was coming back from visiting my sister in New York, so it's not like I made a special trip to stalk out her hometown and be clear. It was 25 miles from my sister's house on the way home, and I was like, how could I not stop? Oh, that's serendipity. I mean. Yeah. And I decided, like, let me have a destination. So. Um, my favorite thing to do is find like a local bagel place. 
So they actually had one called Wyckoff Bagels. And I hopped in there and I picked up a hot dozen and then something called a flagel. Oh. Did you know what a flagel was? No. Is that like a croissant bagel? No, it's a regular bagel that's flattened and then baked up, you know, and cooked up. It's so it's like larger. So a flagel, a flat bagel. bagel. No, no. I've seen like the sandwich ones, they're really thin, but they're the same, you know diameter they're they're like like a muff the muffalata wow size um size yeah like like that kind of in that neighborhood but bagel well there's a bunch of people from that town really yeah such as the jonas brothers what yes i've never heard of this place so much talent coming out of this one bosom of America. Is this the, wow. Yeah, but you can Google it. I'm not going to get into it because it's not about them. It's about Tara. True, true. Um, but I will, I will make a mere mention that on my way to Wyckoff, New Jersey, right next to it is a lovely town called Franklin Lakes. Now, those of you who watch Bravo and know, are familiar with the Housewives series knows that that is basically the home base area of the Housewives of New Jersey. Oh, cool. I did not know that. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of exciting. Um, I did not see anyone. I also did not go looking for anyone. I just went, got my bagels and ran. (laughs) (laughs) But it was still like a fun little little trip. And um, I was disappointed that there were no proclamations of their um, ownership of Terry. How dare you, Wyckoff, New Jersey? (laughs) I wonder if, like, when she goes home, she has a favorite place to visit, you know, like, bakery. Like, does she, does she go to the bagel place? Yeah, you know. Hey, Tara, if you're listening, let us know so we can check it out next time we're in Wyckoff. I mean, I'll go make another trip based on her recommendations. All right, onward to the career of Tara Reed. Um, we start today with American Pie from 1999, which got a seven- Point zero out of 10. I got to watch it on Tubi, but know that if you do watch it there, there will be commercials. As you know, she plays Vicky. Um, she's first seen in the car with Kevin talking about college or whatever. I like this movie. I like her yes. in this movie. Um, Brace yourselves. We've got a spoiler tornado heading our way, courtesy of Just Carrie's Tara Reed Search. If you're not a fan of spoilers, Put on your spoiler-proof helmets and jump to safety by skipping ahead. I feel like at the end, she, like, just becomes this, like, little empowered, like, you know, high school graduate. And she just owns herself and, like, tells Kevin to go hop in a lake and, you know, just dumps his ass. And I liked it. And um, there weren't any noticeable crying scenes for me to, to make note on because, you know, I've been critical of that. But overall, like she was, she was really good in this in this movie. Um, again, it's a what is considered a classic movie, with many other people who are not Tara Reid, and I'm not going to mention them here. <laughs> it was a really great movie. It was so fun at that time too. You know, when it came and out, actually, I still like found myself enjoying it as much as I did when I watched it back then. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a it's a good movie to, that that you can. I feel like it's something you can watch over and over. Timeless Especially since there's more than one of them in the series. Yeah. So good job, Tara. 
All right. So the next one after that was Body Shots from 1999. Got a 4.9 out of 10. Um, I actually had to pay to watch this one, a big $2.49. I don't know how much of that Tara gets. You let me know, Tara, how much you get from that, from a, from a stream. All right, so I watched the trailer for the movie and I was not like really enticed to watch mm-hmm. it. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was right. <laughs> oh. Again, it's from like 1999 and she plays a character by the name of Sarah Allswang. All swang or all swang? O L S W A N G. Okay, all swang. I was waiting for you guys to, to laugh because the wang. <laughs> I was on the inside. <laughs> that one. I was just going through my mind and thinking of you know, all the stupid names that the James Bond girls have been named over the years, like Pussy Galore and uh, <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> All, 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 all's wang. Yeah, that's yeah. So I paid my two dollars and forty nine cents to see her play Sarah Allswang. First scene: driving in a rainstorm, looking distraught. She looks like shit, crying, and she pulled it off. I know there was huge improvement. I wrote great freak out crying scene. I was like, yes. Growth is an actor. I hope, I hope that she would she would improve, and there it was, in a movie yeah. I didn't want to watch, and I'm glad I did just for this. Wow, totally worth the two dollars and forty eight cents. Forty nine cents. Forty nine cents. Yes. Uh, so she she did redeem herself with with the crying, and it was very very wonderful. Um, there was a gross scene, and again, I don't blame Tara for this. I blame the director, and I think it's because this movie is pre-COVID, <laughs> and now that we're post-COVID, to see something like this happen, I'm like, oh my god, that's so gross. Um, but apparently, they're in the club. There's a scene where they have Jello shots, and she takes the shot, but then winds up like he lifts her up, and then she winds up dropping it into his mouth from her mouth, and I was just like, gross. Yeah, definitely a no-no, even pre-COVID, but yeah, definitely a no-no post-COVID. So um, also, this is a different type of movie for her, and she played a different type of character. Um, there is a topless scene. I wrote, actually wrote titty scene, but don't don't put that in there. <laughs> um, there, there is a topless scene. Um, also, not 100% sure it's her or a body double. I'm not making any claims about that either way. I'm just letting you know there's a character topless scene. And she's actually an actress playing an actress in the movie. She in the movie, she is an actress. How meta. I know. But uh, overall, again, enjoyed her performance. And I didn't want to watch this movie. I want to be very clear. Did not want to watch it. And she was good. And the the crying has improved. And yay. And this is, again, a different type of character for her. And I, I think she did very well with this. So, um, but I do understand why I got the 4.9 out of 10. <laughs> it was not her. It was not her fault. She did the best with what she was given. After that, Tara was in one episode of a TV series called Good Versus Evil. It's rated 7.5 out of 10. Um, what did I write? It's from the year 2000. She was in one episode. She played Lewis's roommate, not, didn't even have a ma- name. That's all they wrote. 
was Lewis's roommate, and it was a season two, episode 11. Have either of you heard of the show or watched it? No. No. Well, if anyone has, um, can let me know, like, I don't, it doesn't even tell you which, um, like, network released it, so I couldn't even try to find it in any other way, but if anybody knows where I can find it, please let me know. According to Wikipedia, Boot vs. Evil is an American supernatural comedy drama television series that had its first season air on USA Network during the summer and autumn of 1999. For the second season, the series moved to sci-fi in early 2000. I don't like when I, when I miss things in, in the list because it's um, not available. Makes me sad. And I find it's mostly with like TV shows right now. Like when she did um, Saved by the Bell. Oh. Yeah, I couldn't find that at all. Still can't find it. No one, no one's gotten back to me as to where I can find any of the things I miss, like the days of our lives. Someday. Someday I'll get a reply from someone. Somewhere. Maybe on our 10th anniversary, you'll have you know, all the links <laughs> our, to our every podcast. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That, that we would even last that long. That's hysterical. <laughs> well, PodProd's got us planned out for two years, so... Yeah. All right. Well, at least we got two years. All right. And following Good versus Evil, Dr. T and the Women from 2000. I uh, got a 4.7 out of 10. And I, I, I agree. <laughs> uh, she plays Connie, uh, Dr. T's daughter, a younger daughter. She's first seen in the mall, all dressed up. Uh, family's doing some uh, shopping for her older sister's wedding. And um, she's basically a, a jealous uh, younger sister in in this in this movie. Um, there was some frustration, at least for me, in this movie. Um, and again, not Tara's fault, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of overlapping dialogue um, because it's Dr. T and the women. So there's a lot of women in this movie, <laughs> and and they're just all just talking over each other sometimes, and it just. It frustrated me. I'm scared, to, I, I'm scared it, to it talk just, over you now. Right. Like, no, just, shut up. It just made it hard to understand some of the things that were supposed to be happening, at least for me. But uh, she had a minor role in this movie. She wasn't in it a lot. It was definitely more about Richard Gere's character. A little jealous, jealous younger sister. Um, she did okay in this role. There wasn't like any crying scenes, just a, a sister who didn't want her sister to get married because it turns out her older sister was a lesbian anyway. So, Sweet. yeah, no, actually I like that, that nice little twist. Again, there was like, I mean, it wasn't a, like, I don't have any complaints, but I don't have anything great to say about her performance in this movie. Again, she had a minor role, so. She didn't have a lot to work with. Huh? Yeah, she didn't have a lot to work with or yeah, just the, the movie itself was like, ugh. Like, I think you, if you watch it and see, like, it could have been such a different movie. And that's it. All right. Thanks again for listening to the How Many Light Bulbs Does It Take podcast. If you have anything you'd like to reach out and talk to us about, perhaps you've tried the vomlet and you possibly have a horrible story about it yourself or anything else you want to talk to us about. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Master Chief Den at HMLDIT Podcast. You can reach out to us in email at HMLDIT Podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on the web at HMLDIT Podcast.com.
All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.